You're listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Visit us anytime at our new website, magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. We're on Patreon. That's right. It's all good. Magic, mysticism, and earth medicine is finally on Patreon. Now you can support the show you love and have access to exclusive benefits like shout outs, merch, behind the scenes videos, and so much more. So you can support us at the $1 tier $5 tier, $15 tier, or $20 tier. So head on over to Patreon and check out Magic and Medicine. And remember, that's magic with a K. Thank you for your support. Okay. Hi, and welcome to another episode. And today we're going to talk about, as you know, I'm a big gardener. And today we're going to talk about a mystic, mystic concept of the garden. Because life itself is like a garden, there are weeds that we need to get rid of. There are beautiful things that are growing. There's flowers, there's fruit and uh, vegetables that need to feed our soul and that need to be harvested. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Why are we here? Um, I liked, I'm going to put in the show notes, if I remember, hopefully, um, this awesome book by Gunilla Norris, who also wrote Silence and Simple Ways. But this book that she wrote, which I've read from cover to cover, is a myth called A Mystic Garden, Working with Soil and Attending the Soul. Very good book. I highly recommend it. Um, so and it's it's autumn, happy um, autumn. Okay, solstice here. Um, when when we think about our garden and the garden of life, we don't make it for ourselves. We're not here in the universe on the universe on this planet just for ourselves. No, to bear fruit for ourselves. No. We, are, we bear fruit for life itself, okay? We are here to help others with gifts that we are given. What gifts? We all have gifts. We all have psychic gifts. We all have um, things that people think are magical gifts, but it's us awakening to the gift. We have to awaken to it first in order to know that it exists. Now, if we don't awaken to it, then there's no way for us to help others. And then we live selfish lives. And we don't live to our full potential. The universe is about love. And that love means that we are here to help, to help others and to let others help us and thus raise the vibration of our planet. And if we don't use the skills that we have, they remain dormant. They're still there. We just haven't 
awakened to them. And we are able to understand ourselves and to recognize ourselves fully when we are giving ourselves fully to others. We, uh, we become more fulfilled. I know when I'm doing my intuitive readings, when I'm helping people, when I'm connecting with spirit and channeling and helping deliver messages from loved ones or others in the spirit world to those who are in the physical, I become, I become my, uh, my path becomes more actualized. It becomes more realized. I realize why I'm here and it makes me feel good. I feel good about it. No, not because I'm making money. Although we, you know, this is the, this is the time in which we live where the mystics, those who help, you know, the old witch in the village has to get paid by paper money because that's the only way to put food on our heads, over our uh, roof over our heads and food on our table. Before, back in the day, and in the old days, <laughs> um, the village witch or mystic would receive food, actual food and gifts. That's how people would thank them for their services. But thanks, it, 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 it goes according to the time in which we live and the time in which we live requires monetary uh, thanks which, you know, it's not bad, but that's the time in which we live. And part of, uh, like, I noticed part of, um, I don't get to hold on to all of the things that I, I channel, which is good. So my fulfillment is letting it go. I don't get to hold on to it. It's just gone. And I like that because if I held on to it, I'm, I've, I helped tons and tons of people. Imagine having all of that baggage from everyone, um, everyone's reading, everyone's stuff, being able to remember it all. No, it, it would be awful. It would be awful. But it, it's good that I'm able to, able to let go. And the same comes with, you know, artists who, I'm an artist as well, so I can speak to this. When you create a painting, a beautiful piece, there are some you may want to keep and that's fine. But if you want to share your, your, your gift with the world, you have to let it go. You have to let it go and let someone take that piece, purchase that piece from you and have it hanging in their home. Now you can make digital copies and sell prints if you'd like, but there's some letting go. You must let go or you're not helping anyone. Now, the few hours, especially this year, the few hours that a day that I'm working in the garden does not compare to all the work that the garden is doing itself. You know, I feed it, I water it, and then, I, and then it's growing and doing things on its own. All on its own. I mean, my irises, I mean, my ivy, they've just, they have a life of their own. My mother-in-law likes to say, they'll take over your life. They'll take over the whole world. She does not like Ivy because of my late father-in-law. He loved Ivy and he let him grow, grow, grow. And he drove her nuts. 
But I love them. I love the way they just grow and grow over things. And I, I, I like that for my garden because I, I love that sort of English look. Um, so in your life too, much can happen that when you let go, when you let go of control and you you help others and you just, just go, you're going with the flow. And so much can happen if you just let go. And I learned that. It took me a while to learn that as well. For instance, I'm, I'm at my altar. I'm praying for something to happen. And then I have to know, I have to learn to just leave it, leave it on the altar, leave that problem. Let my ancestor de dealt with it. I called on them. I beckoned my ancestors and the ancient ones, which are the ancestors of my ancestors. I've called upon them. I beckoned them. I pleaded with them. And now when I walk away from that altar, that problem needs to be left there too for them to take. I shouldn't be walking around my day feeling the heaviness of it. And that's sometimes I slip right back into, I, I slip back in. So you know that I'm having this issue with um, the white supremacist neighbor that I live next to who flew their pine tree flag. And recently, uh, last weekend, um, they had uh, drilled into our fence on their side um, four shapes that resembled heads, all at different heights on poles representing my family, the tallest one being my husband, the one over my garden, way over to the left, there was a head over the garden and that's supposed to be me. And the two small ones in the middle, you know, one is small, one is shorter than the other representing my children, scared the daylights out of my kids. All right, traumatize them. My son doesn't want to go in the backyard. So thank you, neighbor. And um, I don't care if they paint it ghosts on the other side to try to disguise it. W what we got was the head side. All right, we're shaped like heads. Went with the head and the neck severed. But I digress. <laughs> so, you know, when I go to my altar and I, I have to, then I, and I, I beckon the help of all my spiritual team I need to leave it there, not carry it around with me because it burdens you and it feels heavy. But when you leave it there, you feel lighter. You walk away and you're like, I know they got it. And that's what people say in all, all, all different types of religions and things that when you beckon a higher power or someone to help aid in your um, situation, Give it to them. Let go and walk away and trust and believe that they'll take care of it. Sometimes I'm challenged with that because there's work, just like in the garden, there's work that goes on when we walk away. After you're done, you, you watered your plants, you fed them, you weeded. Now walk away. Okay, you can admire it later and stuff, but walk away, let the garden do its work. And that's what we need to do. We have a problem letting go. We, we, we have a problem with con control. It makes us feel weak if we're not in control or we're afraid of the turnout. Instead of, we trust that we, we, add, we, 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 um, we put the right nutrients in the soils. We trust that we, um, we watered our plants. We trust that there's enough sun. And now we have to go about our day and let the work and let it work. And that's the same for when we beckon 
when we beckon the, our spirits or spirit, spirit, higher power, we do our part. We must do our part. And now we must let the rest happen. You know, the garden has invisible powers that we can't see at work. So if we sit there watching, we're not going to see it. Okay. What is, what is the expression? Um, a watched pot never boils, something like that. You know, have you ever realized that you sit there and you watch, you watch a pot of water? Just try it. You sit there and watch a pot of water. I mean, it will eventually boil, but it seems like it takes forever. Whether if you just like, you know, you, you go to the door, answer the door, all of a sudden it's boiling over. That happens a lot. That's why I can tell you that. <laughs> but we learn, we must learn to let go and trust the infinite timing of spirit. Okay, that's what we need to do. And you'll see it happen. Go about your day. You'll see that it happened. For change to happen, do nothing. Do what you're supposed to do and then walk away. And do it fully without fear. And if you have a problem with fear sometimes, like I do, when you're, um, when you're calling upon your, higher, your spirit to help, ask for courage. Say, help me. Sometimes I'm afraid. See? So see how in doing nothing, everything is somehow done. Just watch. You pray, you petition, and then walk away. Walk away and take nothing for granted. And it won't be long if you, you go, you're walking along and stuff, and it won't be long before everything is, is pruned and ready to let go and trust that it will be done clean and swift as you asked, and it will be done. And that's, that's very difficult. You know, it's that very difficult. But it is this gift, the gift of the season of fall, the gift of your, your spirit of spirit that can be simple, spiritually bare, but fulfilling, fulfilling. Learn to let go. And that's my message for today, short and sweet. But it holds a lot. If you sit and think about it, re replay this, think about it, think about a garden and think about you asking for help with your own weeds in your life and how you must, you must leave the problem there after you leave it in the hands of your ancestors, the ancient ones, your guides, whomever you call upon for help, leave the problem there. Because you keep taking it out of their hands, they're not going to be able to do any work. Just like if you keep looking at that garden, it's not going to change right in front of you. The work is going on underground where you can't see it. So go about your business and go Go about your business with peace and knowledge that it will be taken care of. And with that, I leave you, my friends.
Blessings. Honoring gratitude to the ancestors always and to the ancestors of my ancestors. Thank you for listening. to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Check us out at magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. Thanks for listening.